Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Checking in here with another ad read from our friends over at HelloFresh. Savor every last second of summer with HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh, quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week. It's great. It's super easy. Allowing you to join the, enjoy the delicious flavors from the season right from home. Heading out for one last vacation? Up, update your delivery address and enjoy HelloFresh at your own vacation de- destination with just a click. Might have to try that. I'm on vacation right now. That sounds like it's a pretty darn good idea. Plans are flexible, so they work with your changing schedule. We here at the No Bad Days podcast love our HelloFresh boxes. We get one. We cook it up in less than 30 minutes. It's ready to go. And you know what? There's no cleanup, very little waste, and you you get really good meals. If you're interested in this offer, please go to HelloFresh.com slash BADDAYS16 and use the code BADDAYS16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. I'll once again repeat that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BADDAYS16 and use the code BADDAYS16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. everybody episode 37 of the no bad days podcast we got a little bit of a change up this week johnny is uh sitting uh sitting this one out he ditched us um apparently they were at an nhl game tonight or something so he couldn't make it i don't know if you could tell or anything but yeah yeah uh yeah if you guys haven't seen the boys are at uh nhl game so we're we're happy to bring on uh mr colton bates He'll be joining us today. How's how's it going, Batesy? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to replace Johnny. Got to sit a little bit closer, but um, yeah, it's been a while since we had you on, eh? Yeah, it's been a hot minute. When what, what episode did you come on? You were like one of the first ones. Probably like three or yeah, you were like four. Yeah, it's top ten. Top <laughs> Thirty-seven episodes later. Yeah, dude. Like, how's how are things going? Things are good. We're out here in Alabama, just uh, chilling. Yep, chilling, experiencing some new things and having some fun. And you brought the bad, bad, bad weather with us. So yeah, you did. You guys teased me and showed me some 80s weather and show up here and all it's done is rain. Yeah, our first three days here, we were, Batesy wasn't here yet, so we were sending snaps to him, showing him how good the weather was. It was like 80 plus degrees. And then he, ever since he's been here, it's been raining every single day and like 40, 50 degrees. So way to go, Batesy. Yeah, thanks a lot, Colton. Yeah. Really so, appreciate it. So much for my tan update the people on how you've been doing man it's been over eight months since they talked to you how's uh how's school going and you ready to graduate and stuff like that yeah school is good um love it yeah yeah i love it so much um it's been uh you know last <laughs> like year, a lot like like a lot yeah but uh it's you know last year so it's been exciting to actually bittersweet probably it's been exciting to kind of get to the end of this but also gonna suck when when you think about september and we're all not gonna be living together again so 
just been trying to enjoy it as much as I can. So it's pretty cool. Obviously, us three are here together, so it doesn't seem like it's been that big of a change. Has it hit you yet that we're going to be graduating and leaving? Not recently, just because we've been so busy. But yeah. there was one, one. I don't know when, maybe after Christmas when we were kind of talking about a bit where I was thinking like, damn, like September next year is going to look weird when, you know, we're not, when I'm not walking to the house with Will, Cuddy and Trey and obviously and you sitting guys. on the couches all day, not doing a damn thing. Yeah. We're going to work that nine to five. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be working nine to five <laughs> come September next year, maybe. 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 Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you're listening. No chance. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, Is that your plan? <laughs> yeah, no, no chance. So I was, I was thinking that for you. <laughs> no, that's not that one. That's not my plan. <laughs> we were uh we were talking last week, Batesy, before you got here about how things have been here in Alabama so far. And we've been uh telling them that it has been pretty good, but uh I don't know, you guys feel like we're missing out a bit on this trip or are you guys content i'm content with where we are it's obviously it'd be nice to be with the boys but they look like they're enjoying themselves and networking enough for all of us so how do you guys feel about it yeah i'm pretty content i'd say like obviously this has been our dream to be well to be playing pro hockey so yeah i'm pretty happy and if they do a good job networking it'll only improve our our worth later on and maybe move forward continue with the nhl so yeah, it's good I, for them. Yeah, I'm just kind of the same. I uh, I thought I was gonna have more FOMO, which obviously I do wish we're there having some fun. But like you guys said, uh, what we've got to experience and you know just see some of these rinks and these new areas, it's it hasn't really bothered me as much as I thought it would. And we get to see all the videos too, right? Yeah, yeah. Not like we'd be in them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get three minutes of camera time on a ten day trip. Yeah, you guys so. get that much. <laughs> Yeah, it's a hit or miss. We get we get a lot well, it depends of depends if Cuddy's there. If Cuddy wasn't there, I get like six minutes. Yeah. Cuddy was supposed to join us tonight, but he uh he decided to make the trip up to Chicago with the boys. So they're in the they're in Chicago at the uh the, the uh Blackhawks game. Yeah. Is it United Center? I think. I think so too, actually. It is now. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going with. But uh we had our first road trip last week in the new uh with the new team, and it's a little bit longer than you were used to and we uh it was kind of tough actually we played thursday night here in alabama and then had to travel up to uh evansville indiana friday play friday saturday and then bus home after the game so it was about a what a seven hour trip five no five hours six hours five and a half six yeah but uh have you guys ever been on a sleeper bus like that before i've never been on a sleeper no no i haven't made the trip a lot better in my my opinion i think it made it a lot easier definitely there was times when i was like wishing i could sit down though I agree with that. Yeah. Cause like on the way to the game, like when we were at the hotel, it was like a 10 minute drive and you had to go in your, in your bed and yeah. lie down and lie down and, and you're like wearing clothes. your dress clothes. You're like, Oh, man, <laughs> you're lying sucks. down like you're in a tomb. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was like pretty, like pretty nice. You get meals after the game delivered to the locker room. So we got to eat right away and meals were pretty good. And um, they treated us on real. They, yeah, was, they did. Uh, very really nice impressed. barn too like super nice ring it's like an nhl ring yeah it's crazy so it, that was that was a fun part but yeah sleeper bus hit it's kind of hit or miss you can either love it or you don't i guess it's super nice for being able to rest not that me and marty rested much on the way home because we got the card table going a little bit um didn't sleep a wink yeah we didn't even try to sleep because we got roped into the card game and we we're playing schnarps on the bus with a couple of the guys and i mean that was fun yeah it was fun but we got home at five in the morning with the time change yeah 
and then proceeded to make bagel bites until six in the morning. Yeah. And then went to bed at like six 30. Yeah. I yeah, know it was definitely different, but <laughs> we weren't, uh, we weren't really given much of an option. We, we played the first two games with Sharps and then we said we were out and then they told us that we weren't allowed to be out basically. So we had to play the third and fourth game. Yeah. So, and I was about to win the fourth game and then we pulled into the rink. So everyone said, Oh, that doesn't count, which is classic. But, uh, what did you guys? Oh, wait, what was I going to say? Um, something about the road trip. Oh, God. oh, packing the U-Haul. So the bus towed like a U-Haul thing behind. Do you guys realize how much stuff we actually had to bring with us? So much different than like our college yeah, team. I didn't, I didn't pay Once much Once we unpacked it, I was like, holy crap, we bring everything. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you got to bring. And it's nice like having the, my favorite part of it is probably having the glove dryer on the road instead of having to use a hair dryer in the dressing room. See, just having our equipment managers, you do such a good job. Like such a, it's honestly such a thankless job. Like yeah. you're yeah. at the rink at like 4.30 in the morning, making sure our stalls are set up and all the gators, all the gears dry. Yeah, they uh, they do an unbelievable job. Yeah, I well, never used a glove dryer until until we got here. Did you, do you use I never, it now? I use it now. Yeah. I hate wet gloves. Only for the second and third though. Oh yeah, okay. It's not hot air gloves aren't that wet. It's not hotter. It does, it does a good job with new gloves, but like in about a month. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. <laughs> might have been pretty good. My gloves are older. Oh, really? Yeah, it might have been pretty dry. I hate that's one of the things that I've always hated is like wet gloves after because like I don't know. I guess my hands sweat a lot and it gets hard to hold on to your stick after the after the second or the third period. But yeah, for those of you that don't know, glove dryer is basically this big box that has a bunch of like tubes, metal tubes that come out of it and just blows air through your gloves while it's you're like metal slinkies. Yeah, it does kind of <laughs> metal frizzes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bunch of frizzes standing on top of a box just blowing air. <laughs> I wish we kind of could catch up. We haven't have you guys talked to the guys on the trip much? I've talked to Frizz quite a bit. Um, He's I guess we'll it. have a good pod next week when they get back. Yeah, when they get back, we'll have, have to get Johnny and like Frizz on. I'm sure Johnny will have good stories. Frizz, Frizz will have some funny stories too. I'm sure they've been uh, they've been fun. The hard thing is like us when we're answering the DMs on the Instagram account, it's like hard to uh, give them like a straight up answer as to what's going on because we're not there, obviously. So um, they said they've been having fun though. They've I think that some of the boys were pretty tired from the travel. Like they were traveling from city to city kind of every second day or whatever, but I think they've kind of caught up on some sleep now. So they're enjoying themselves, but uh, yeah. What else we got here? Oh yeah. We got, uh, we got an interview this week. We, uh, we, we interviewed uh, Cole Sillinger from the Columbus blue jackets. They were nice enough to, to hook us up and he was definitely nice enough to come on and give us about 10, 15 minutes of his time. We got to know him a little bit. So that's our first uh, current NHL interview that we're going to have for you guys on this episode today. Johnny was on there. I don't think he said a word. Yeah, Johnny didn't say a single word. Colton and Marty and I handled most of the questions. and I yeah. might have only said like three words too. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was fun to talk to though. It was nice to get a different perspective on how, how things usually, I think I mentioned in the, in the interview, he's the youngest player in the NHL right now. He's only 18, so a little bit younger than us, us, <laughs> us beauties in the southern professional league just grinding it out yeah i don't think i'd want to do that at 18 you know yeah i would i'd hate i'd hate playing the nhl at 18 Actually, what were, what were you guys doing when you were 18 i was playing juniors same yeah up and up north yeah way up north no that's good though but uh eating dairy queen after games what do you yeah, guys want to tear apart honestly <laughs> do you guys want to hop into some questions now get it going a little bit or is it a little early 
No, we can hop into some yeah, questions. Yeah, let's do some questions now. All right, might as well. There might be a couple about the trip, but yeah, if it's if there's a couple about the trip, we'll do our best. But I don't I don't know too much about what's going on there. All right, first one. Hope you're having a great week so far. My question tonight is about your childhood favorite item of clothing, something that you thought was straight drip and no one else got it. Just wondering if you guys had anything like that when you were younger. Hope you have a great week and good luck for your games this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. I know my I had these yellow Hollister sweatpants. Oh. And I used to think oh. those were fucking like the coolest thing ever. With my Osiris's high top Osiris's like light blue and black. Yeah, like do you ever just look back at pictures of yourself <laughs> yeah. when you're a kid and just want to punch yourself in the head? <laughs> yeah, I do and that I'd all the like time. But I'd put like streaks on my hair, like blonde streaks and mohawk. That's probably what did it did you in? Yeah, getting those highlights. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm balding. That's now. probably why you're thinning out. Yeah, you Batesy? I don't know if I have. Sp- Style wasn't really a big thing in the small town I lived in, so probably honestly, no cared, was, eh? yeah, it's probably honestly getting coveralls that were like my size at that age, so I could just hang out with my dad and and his brothers on the farm and look cool because, like I said, style really wasn't much of a thing at our school. You could coveralls, eh? Yeah, that was just so. For my thing was probably uh, in like middle school and high school, uh, Gong Show hockey apparel just started to like get big. And uh, I used to like get so much of it. I'd wear it every single day. But the funniest part was they'd make like, they called them hockey ass jeans where they're meant for guys with big legs and big butts. <laughs> and I don't have either. <laughs> so I'd wear them and I'd just be swimming in them. And yeah, so I thought I was sick. But now looking back, I'm like, maybe just get some like slim straight American yeah. Eagle. American Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Flex jeans. I guess for context, I didn't mean coveralls to go to school in. Like no, you meant like, for, like the, for the farm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like dirty ones, not not ones like tray wraps around another thing uh that i a lot of kids used to be into when we were younger was flat brim hats and you just wear them forwards yeah and i like it's like straight gangster some people can pull them off but i was not one of them and i yeah yeah my mom used to wear them all the time my mom stopped letting me wear them she like threw them all out but i would wear them like on top of my head and then spike my hair in front under the brim Uh, I, actually you know what we probably all missed i'm sure you guys were the same was probably heelys oh yeah oh I, yeah true heelys too heelys were point, straight drip yeah that's when you I could wheel mind. around yeah well, i used to, to wear time. them to the hockey games and then i just have my bag on my shoulder and just zip down the hallway and be like yeah. what's up boys and like a year later every rink had no heelys allowed yeah oh yeah no they were banned from every school too i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah you just couldn't do them unless you want to go down the street <laughs> yeah yeah, and the, the non-paved street, you're like, this doesn't even work. Can you have pavement in my small town? <laughs> all right, next question. Hey, guys. First of all, I just want to congratulate all three of you on everything that has happened in the last little bit. Um, it is so well-deserved, and I'm so happy for you guys. It's been so fun um, still being able to watch you guys play. My question this week is what has changed or maybe not changed in your game day traditions and routines? Thanks. Have a great rest of your week. That's a good question. Uh, I guess for me, it's just not having to really deal with like going to school and figuring out like that kind of stuff on a game day. Um, another thing that changes, like sometimes before games here, we'll we'll skate in the morning for like twenty minutes and get like a it's kind of like a warm up, I guess you'd say. And we never really did that in in college, so that those two things are kind of like the big big difference I've found so far. Yeah, it's pretty much the same with me. 
I'd say probably rituals, just little things that you guys would kind of, I guess, catch on would be like, just like things like, like me and JMR to do superstition wise, probably don't do those just because, you know, as new guys, you don't really know if guys have superstitions on their team. So you're no, not don't going to go, yeah, go last anymore. So probably just those would be, but we still do our on ice one. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> In the warm up, we still do that. So I don't know if there's really a lot that is similar. Yeah. It's, it's almost just more hockey. You kind of just like come in and just like, don't really want to step on any toes yeah. of what, guys have had going beforehand so you kind of just mix your new stuff up but kind of get new ones i guess like with the norma text now just yeah they're early norm, right just kind of new rituals here a little bit that's fair though i think that's kind of the same with everybody once you get to a new team you kind of have to change your ways a little bit <laughs> um here's the next question hey guys hope you're having a great day so far if you had to pick an animal that you feel like really embodies the other guys what animal would it be and why? Looking forward to hearing your answers. Have a great evening. Animals that embody the other guys. Random, a little bit random, but um, Frisbee, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know an animal for him. Yellow would be like a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. Just like always buzzing around. around. Yeah. Yipping. Will would be like a. I don't know. Like Cuddy's a, a turtle. Cuddy's a turtle. Yeah, or a slow. snail. Yeah. Cuddy's slow, a turtle. Slow. Dave is like a, what's a really smart animal that thinks he's right all the time? Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's a job for Dave. Um, no, Dave would be like a, what's a super smart animal? I don't know. Aren't like dolphins pretty smart? Dave is a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> dolphins are smart. Um. <laughs> he's a dolphin lawson i don't even know Whatever, whatever's like nice and like just genuine and yeah cuddly probably yeah just like a dog yeah just a baby puppy yeah just probably uh what's it what's emma's dog there Poodle. oh uh doodle yeah yeah golden doodle like golden doodle. doodle lawson's a golden doodle that was so funny he he doesn't i don't know if he likes dogs i don't think he i don't think he does no Cause he would, he minds them. No, no, he doesn't like love them. I don't think. Cause like she had her dog down and he was like, get away from me. I I need to get some work done. And we were all like, Oh, look at, look at Berkeley. He's so cute. And we were all playing with him. He's like, guys, guys, come on. Just cause the dog's here doesn't mean we need to play with it all the time. (laughs) That's what dogs are for laws. I don't even know. I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. We got a couple in. We're good. Next one. (laughs) uh let's see how long will you guys be playing pro for are you still continuing university just via online learning or how does that work um that's a great question that gets asked a lot i could ask a lot i think we're just kind of playing it by year i think all three of us will be kind of here till the end of the season and uh yeah all three of us are doing class kind of remotely some teachers will post lecture videos of stuff or they'll just uh let you kind of work through the course content on your own it's kind of it's kind of like a class by class basis is there anything different that i'm missing that you guys no i mean i only have one class so it's been pretty easy for me just doing it online right that makes it a bit easier I and guess. to answer i guess the pro part of it i feel like that's gonna be a question that'll be easier to answer later in the summer I right know maybe boots I feel like you have it pretty set in stone. You want to play or not sure. Maybe it's like know. a little too early to tell yeah. right now. Just kind of 
get through this season first and then you have a lot of time in the summer to figure out what you want to do and different opportunities will come up so but pro sounding pretty good if it's going to be that or working nine to five right so, uh, so yeah we'll take it yeah so maybe another year <laughs> next question um, my question is, would you rather meet your mum when she was your age or your dad when he was your age? Bye. <laughs> meet your mum when she was 24 or meet your dad when she was when he was 24? <laughs> so that is a random question. I I don't know because I think I was already born when I, my parents were my... No, they, I was like a year away from being I born. Definitely. My parents were already married when they were my age, so they probably wouldn't have been that fun because they would have been you know, all married and stuff, <laughs> you know, taking care of yeah, you. Yeah. They would have had, they would have had, yeah. I don't know. Both of them probably. Yeah. Probably both. I'd like to see what they were doing when they were our age. Maybe my it's, dad. A, it's a lot different than what the hell we're doing. I think I might want to meet my dad just because we're so close, but he kind of had funny style. He used to rock a nasty mullet. Oh really? Term. Yeah. I think it's pretty <laughs> funny. Be different back in the day too. Like back in the, what, what would have been like the eighties, early nineties. Like working on a farm was like life. You couldn't even play hockey pretty much. Yeah, true. No, I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't really pick you. Go with both. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see. That's a good question. See the stuff they're doing that they tell you not to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's hey, a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah you could throw everything back in their face. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you stayed up late on school nights. <laughs> yeah. You had it in your homework late. I always wondered this with <clears throat> hockey. How do you guys decide? Like, if it's a bench minor penalty or, like, too many men or anything, how do you decide who takes it? Have a great day. Bye. Fair enough. That's a fair question. I think it's normally on a bench minor, it's, uh, bless you, more of a – I think it has to be someone that's on the ice already, though. Right? Yeah. For, for th that kind of penalty, I think it's more just, like, the coach will pick someone that doesn't necessarily kill penalties and – um. If you're not really killing penalties, then you don't really need to be on the bench. So you kind of can go sit in the box and then you can normally you get an extra little shift when you come out of the box anyway. So it's kind of nice. You can pop out there and skate around a little bit and play hockey and then go back to the bench. You make it sound like you've done a been a couple of those. <laughs> oh, dude, my first year juniors, that's basically how I get on the ice. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, penalty, uh, extra shift for Troy. Jumps over. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> They're calling you back to the bench. You're like, like, no, no, oh, I got it. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Next one. Hi, hope you guys are having a great night. Um, my question is, what's my what's one memory from the past two years that when you think of it, it just makes you start laughing? Um, yeah, thanks for always making me laugh every Thursday, and um, can't wait to see this week's episode. All right. One memory that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Mine would I be, got mine. You can go ahead. No, I want to go last. Wait, mine, I don't know. Mine would be Arizona. Just like the whole trip? Yeah, just there's just like, once I just think Arizona, there's like so many funny things. Like even just like you and Chris having that sunscreen lotion that wouldn't rub on. Yeah. Just things like that or the plane ride home and we're all overtired and everything's Johnny funny. spelt his name, name wrong on the passport <laughs> or on the plane ticket and then the lady came on the intercom or cappy forgetting his yeah cappy forgets his passport, passport. and then misses the plane yeah and flies down <laughs> on a different plane yeah we're already there half in the bag he, he finally gets there like four hours later he was kind of lucky that there's another flight going to arizona that day yeah. mine is uh <laughs> one time dave Frizz, Marty, and I went to uh, 
Minneapolis for a Vikings game and we stayed in a hotel. And I don't know if we've told this on the podcast before, but Frizz was just being an absolute pain in mine and Marty's arse when we got back to the hotel room late at night. So we were trying to figure out who was going into sleep, like in the beds or pull out couch or whatever. And Frizz wouldn't listen. So we finally told him that he could have the pull out couch all to himself. So he was all happy. And then as soon as he got in there, me and Marty uh, folded the bed back into the couch and he was stuck in the couch and he's like, like yelling at us to let him out. And then, and then we were just like, yeah, we were dying. That's yeah. just one memory I just think of. And I'm like, that's hilarious because one, it's frizz. And two, like, he thought it was so funny after the fact too. But like when we were doing it, he just was like panicking. Yeah. Enough, enough, enough. 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 That's stop, it. Stop, stop, that's stop. it. Please, please, enough. <laughs> All right. Next one. Hey, from Wales in the UK. My question is if you could play hockey anywhere in the world other than the US or Canada, where would it be and why? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question, actually. I got mine. Where? Go for it. I'd say Italy, just because I always kind of wanted to go to Italy. So I think being able to go there and kind of just get paid to play and I guess kind of basically pay for your trip would be be pretty cool. Seems like a pretty sick place to play. I think anywhere in Europe. Recently. Yeah, like Sweden, Germany, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Uh, what what did you say? Um, Italy. Italy, France, England, anywhere England there. Would England would be sick. Yeah. And I like, I would like to go anywhere where there's like a, like a good, like fan base too. Like that'd be, it's always fun to play in front of fans. Yeah. It's been a real difference maker here. Yeah. Like you like, get like eye opener for us. Like when we played in front of, almost 5,000 fans yeah it was crazy here we're like holy crap and they're like here for warm-ups yeah banging on the glass and the game hasn't even started yet you're like oh my god this is awesome that's definitely one of the biggest uh like kind of like privileges I guess you would say Mm -hmm. because not everybody gets to do that so it's like really cool when you can come out and just play in in front of people so I think that's kind of my thing all right, let's send it over to the uh, the Cole Sillinger interview. We got about, like I said before, I think 10, 15 minutes with him. We'll catch up with him, and then we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Sounds good. Enjoy it. What's up, guys? We're back with another message from our friends over at Discover. Now, listen, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how they re- rewards flat-out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, come on, talk about amazing. And now that we've talked about that for a bit, let's get back to the No Bad Days podcast where we talk about whatever comes to our mind. Learn more about this offer at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, everybody, we uh, we have our first current NHL guest on the podcast this week. Cole Sillinger from the Columbus Blue Jackets is joining us. Cole, how's it going? It's going good. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. We just did this <laughs> offline, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing well. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. We appreciate uh, we appreciate your time. I know some of the boys um, who are on spring break next week are going to be down in Columbus for a game, so it worked out well that we could have you on. Mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome all right well first off uh we just kind of wanted to talk to talk to you about how you kind of had a somewhat unconventional route for the for a player you played in in medicine hat in the in the whl and then um you went to sioux falls last year was that more of just like a, a covid thing you weren't sure what was going on there and and uh 
how was it kind of transitioning from from the dub to the to the USHL? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, starting off kind of my, my rookie year at Medicine Hat, it was uh, you know, a really good year. And I thought, uh, you know, as a group, we were really good. We had, like, from our goalies right to our D to our forwards and obviously our coach, Willie Desjardins. I mean, one of the one of the best coaches in junior hockey. So um, we had a, I thought we had a pretty good chance to, to, to win. We made some um, kind of upgrades at the deadline there and then COVID shut that down. So um, it was kind of, it was tough, tough in that way to not be able to finish the season. And then uh, throughout that summer, I guess no one really knew um, when the startup date was going to happen. And then uh, the West Mock League kept pushing back their, their, their start date. It started at like, you know, middle September and then to December and then, uh, you know, so on and so on. And then uh, they gave all players a release um, until the, the 20th of December or something it was. And then I was actually down in Sioux Falls. Um, but I couldn't play a game because there were still some transfer issue stuff. Um, so I like got to see the organization and, and meet the meet the like my teammates and everything. So it was good to do that. And then when I actually had to make a decision, it was before the January 10th deadline, and the Western Hockey League still didn't look like they're in a position to to start up. So made the decision to go play uh, guaranteed games down in the states. And um, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I was playing in front of fans. I played 30 plus games and. Uh, it was a great league, honestly. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of people came back from colleges, and then uh, other teams in that league didn't really get to, like couldn't play, so they had to distribute their players to other teams. So um, it was it was an older league, in my opinion, and uh, it was like tougher tougher hockey to play, right? Like a little less um, skill, um, but like more choppier and then hard nose. So it was good to kind of get both perspectives. Right, that's awesome. So obviously, you're a Regina, Saskatchewan boy. Um, your dad. Obviously, you had a pretty good career. Um, hold your record too, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I'm sure you've heard about it a few times. Yeah, pretty sweet. Um, so, how's your dad's role played in your career so far? Has it has he helped quite a bit with your first year in the NHL here, or just in juniors? Or is there anything that stands out to you as to how he's helped out so far? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's let's hope I don't come close to that record that he has. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's been awesome um, so far for uh, just kind of advice. I mean, the biggest thing I appreciate from him is he just kind of allows me. He, like, he understands that he played in the NHL and and his career is done, and there's not any extra extra doors open or I don't get any extra opportunities just because of that. It's kind of my turn to create my own path. And uh, I mean, the biggest thing I take from him is just kind of control control and. And just be a hard worker and, and just kind of put your head down and be a really good person. So um, that's kind of what I've been doing, especially here in my, my first year uh, pro. So, um, but yeah, he's been, he's been amazing so far. Would you say, uh, were, were you old enough when he was still playing or were, were you just, were you too young still? Like, were, do you remember going to the rink with him ever at, at times or were you too young? I remember like a little bit, like his last years in New York, um, just little bits and pieces. Like when, like Di Pietro got drafted there, he was like, the, I think he's 18 or 19. He's like the goalie. He's the big stud of the, on the island here. So um, I remember a little bit about that. And then just like little stories like Mike Conner was dating Hillary Duff at the time. So right. I remember seeing her walk, walking around. And, and But I don't really remember much about like him actually playing. Um, I think the only only person would that would be my oldest, one, uh, oldest brother, Owen. So, right. um, but yeah, there's always videos that he, he shows us. And they're like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So obviously having two other brothers that have done pretty well in their hockey careers as well. Um, who would you say you're most competitive with, or are you uh, kind of bump heads with and have, have a lot of fun with uh, between the two? 
I'd say, uh, honestly, me and my dad go at it more than me and my brothers, but uh, I'd say like all three of us have really good competitive nature. I mean, whether it's in the golf course or in the gym, on the ice, whatever it may be, I mean, we're always doing something. Um, both my brothers are like my best friends, so the, the whole summer I'm hanging out with them and, and doing basically everything with them. So um, it's good to have that connection with them and, and that competitiveness with them. I mean, when I was younger, they were you know, always put me in goal or or something like that I mean I was never never uh like super super that close to them when I was younger so when I got uh, older um that's kind of when our relationships really started absolutely so I guess we can start with some of the NHL stuff so obviously you've had a pretty good rookie year 18 points in 54 games if I'm not mistaken which is obviously really good year for for an 18 year old kid um did you ever have or at least if you did what would have been the most uh like wow like I'm in the NHL moment you know I mean kind of like what was the first time Mm -hmm. you're like oh man like this is I'm I'm uh I mean you never I mean to this day I really haven't had a had a moment where it's like oh my god I'm in NHL like it doesn't really feel real you know like it hasn't really sunk in yet but I'll probably score my first goal um that I mean that's obviously a pretty pretty sure moment puck went in the back and then I kind of just like blacked out and didn't really remember anything and it was actually against the Islanders and that was the last team my dad played for so uh that was pretty cool um but that was that was a pretty surreal moment for myself and one that I'll remember forever yeah absolutely what what would you say your favorite part of being an NHLer is right now like is it the travel is it the the light like what what what's your favorite part of, of being an NHL player <laughs> the travel is pretty easy pretty nice yeah um, I'd probably say just, uh, I mean, honestly, just being around the guys all the time and just having that competitive nature and just always playing hockey and practicing with them. I mean, practices are always high and intense and, uh, you know, there's rarely missed passes and, and you're always trying to shoot the score and everyone's moving their feet. So um, if I was to just, you know, practice here and never play a game all year, um, I think I'd be become, uh, become a better hockey player that way. So, um, yeah, just, just always hanging around with the guys. I mean, we have a real great, real great group and, and just that competitive nature on the ice. Definitely. All right. Do you guys have any pranksters on the team? Uh, there's, always, <laughs> there's always some stories of older guys pranking younger guys. You got any uh, funny guys on the team? Yeah, honestly, we haven't had haven't had too much um, like really good pranks that you would remember. I mean, I think like Nyquist, he's a little bit of a prankster, and and Rossovic too. They they go out of it a little bit, but. Uh, it's just like the water under the helmet type stuff or you know, putting the guy's shorts in the hot tub. Just just little things like that. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure something will come up where there'll be a, a big prank. <laughs> Have any of the older guys kind of taken you under their wing and kind of really uh, been able to like mentor you over this last couple months of you kind of trying to get your feet wet in the league? I mean, yeah, I, I can't really name a specific guy. Uh, honestly, I mean, every every older guy on our team, whether it's, no, our, our leadership group like Boone, Rensky, and, and Goss or Bjorki, or whether it's uh, no Jake, Domi, Crowley, um, they've all been um, no taking me out for dinners on the road and just uh, just talking to me, getting to know me as a person, and uh, doing whatever. I mean, going going golfing with them or just going out for lunches. Just just they've all been super open to me and and, and accepting to me. Um, and as a young guy, it's something I really appreciate. So um, yeah, they've it's been it's been really good to or easier to fit in that way just because you no, know, I have a really strong relationships uh, with all the older guys. How do you like uh, playing in Columbus? I mean, uh, it's kind of got somewhat of a bad rap for being like a place mm-hmm. that some guys maybe wouldn't go for their first choice, but they seem to have like an unreal fan base and a nice, like, 
set up for their players? How do you how do you like it there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I don't think Columbus gets the the respect around the league that um, I think it deserves, and I've only been playing what, like fifty games plus this year. So, um, I mean, yeah, like you said, our fan base is crazy. We just set the set the record for most most fans in the building um, when Nash uh, got his jersey retired. There's like almost twenty thousand there. So, um, yeah, they're always into it. Um, they're always like like chanting like "Let's go Columbus" or stuff like that to get us on our heel or to get us on our toes. Um, so yeah, fan base is amazing. And just, just the way we get treated, I mean, we have real great staff, um, you know, our, our equipment managers, trainers, um, they're all amazing and, and do whatever we need. Um, so it was, it's awesome to have them and their support. And then, um, yeah, great coaching staff, great GMs, everything like that. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a real good, real good spot. Absolutely. Um, um so this is, this is one to like, we will edit this stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, so like, I don't know if you exactly know how this all came about. So like um, we're a bunch of guys that have a TikTok account that just play college mm-hmm. hockey and, and whatnot. I don't know if they've really filled you in with everything, but so from our understanding, um, so like we're the hockey guys. Um, and so the NHL from our understanding is like trying to like grow their social media platforms. And like mm-hmm. Columbus has been one of the probably top three or four teams that's been constantly in contact with us all throughout the year. So the, the guys that aren't, there's a few of us here just mucking the SB here for, you know, big $200 paychecks a week. And uh, yeah. the other guys are going on a sweet road trip here where they're going to like Columbus and then Chicago, Nashville, mm-hmm. New York and whatnot. And so um, we'll start now. All right. So as obviously, you know, Columbus has been working with us and the NHL too with about just growing the, the NHL social media page and the team sites and obviously individuals like you guys. Is this something that you – are interested in growing your your own brand um on that side of things and just in general too throughout your career here mm-hmm, yeah i mean you know, as a young guy looking up to you know a guy like i mean i think a guy on our team that has a really good brand is is domi i mean his, his dad's from you know that new york area lives in new york and he's a toronto kid so um yeah he's he's had that brand his whole, whole career in the nhl and um i mean he's constantly posting and, and just whether it's supporting his teammates or just no pictures of his dog back home or, or whatever it may be. I think uh, his fans or his followers are, are very interested in that. And I think that uh, by doing that, it's going to grow the game. But then on the flip side, there's also guys that um, don't have social media or, or think it's kind of too much. Um, but I mean, yeah, Columbus's uh, social media page, they're, they're constantly posting pictures or, or little video clips of, of what we're doing on a daily basis. And I think, uh, you know, Columbus, like our fans, they're are very engaged in that, very interested in, in asking a lot of questions about it. And uh, I think that's just going to you know, continue to grow the game down the road and, and Columbus's uh, no fan base. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, you will. Sounds good. Anyways, <laughs> you're going to get in one of the videos or what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to. You want to make, make a sweet TikTok? <laughs> yeah, let's do a TikTok. We'll make that. <laughs> All right, Cole. Good luck tomorrow night against the Islanders. And uh, the boys will see you next week. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, boys. Take care. Thanks, Cole. See you later. See you later. All right. Well, we just wanted to uh, thank Cole for coming on. It was uh, – when did we get him? We got him last Tuesday. No, Wednesday. Last Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, the day that the, the last episode dropped. And um, his next game, I think – or no, the, the game that the boys were in Columbus, he, he got his first NHL hat trick. Yeah. 
So we don't want to take the credit for it, but yeah, but we can. That's, like, that's a primary assist <laughs> yeah. on his hatcher. Right? Yeah, but we yeah, so we know him. <laughs> Basically, yeah, so he might welcome, he might be reaching out for every game and yeah. start trying to, you know, come back on the pod. He's welcome to. Yeah, congratulations though, Cole. That was awesome. You're probably not going to listen to this, but if you do, then here's a huge congratulations. Um, yeah, just to pick his brain was kind of interesting, kind of see how things were working for him at such a young age in the NHL. I thought that uh, was pretty interesting. Yeah, it helps. He's a really good kid, too. Yeah. You know, made it pretty easy. He's super, he was super excited to, to talk and super open about things, especially. He seemed, like, really mature for an 18-year-old, I thought. Yeah. Which, obviously, I mean, you're probably not in those situations if you're not, but I Fair thought enough. he was really mature and um you could just tell the way he was telling stories and talking that he obviously has been around the game a long time as as you guys just heard we uh one thing I wanted to just kind of talk about before we cut things off here for the episode was uh if you guys had to pick one thing that's been like different in the game since we've come down here and started playing pro what do you think the biggest difference would be how strong guys are you think like that you're no yeah that's what I mean yeah like uh like anything like that yeah i'd say just how strong guys are because some guys can be anywhere from 20 years old to 35 right so a couple yeah. years older and makes a big difference. a lot stronger i think that's the biggest difference for me yeah that and probably i'd say just how structured it is obviously you're everybody's better i'd say that it's just like the structure of it or playing with just 10 forwards has been uh the biggest change for me just you're constantly, constantly hopping the boards, which is kind of nice. Like, yeah, even if you're having a bad game, you kind of have to figure it out. You're so in you the flow go. of it anyway. I'd say one thing that's kind of stood out to me and just in practice is like how how uh, much the goalies like really are into oh, it. Yeah, good point. Like they battle so hard. Like they're they're that's probably like not to say that our the goalies in college didn't do that, but like this is like the next level, obviously. So the goalies are really like dialed in in practice. They're always looking for, for extra shots and they're battling for every puck, no matter what it is, like whatever drill, it's a three on all. They're still battling to try and make that save. So actually you're right. That's probably, that's probably my biggest one. I remember after day one telling you guys like, yeah, these guys are like Lotsy and, and they, those guys worked was just incredible. It's yeah. the biggest difference. Honestly, it's just, they're just pros. Yeah. The way they handle themselves was professional. Pretty, yeah. It's so crazy to see how, these guys go about business compared to how we do it at school, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. It's a good learning curve though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been cool. I mean, that's the whole point of getting the opportunity to do those things. Right. Absolutely. All right. Anything else you guys got? Are we going to shut her down here? I think we're shutting her down until next week when we get the boys back on from the spring break recap. Yep. So look, uh, look out for obviously this week's episode and then, Next week we'll get the uh, the rundown on how the uh, the spring break extravaganza trip went with the boys. So um, thank you as always for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to download. Cheers, Colton. Thanks for having me, boys. <laughs>
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.